Yo, what up guys? It's your boy Victor. Welcome to another episode of Drunken Public. This is a very different intro. I also know I haven't been doing enough intros lately. Uh, still rusty uh, from not doing these podcasts for a while. Still not getting into grooves of uh, having fun again with these podcasts. But anyway, we have a very special guest, Trip, the new sales rep from Great Rep uh, for the Texas market. Awesome guy. Had a fun podcast. Uh, but unfortunately, or fortunately, depending on what you guys think, it's a, it was a great time hanging out. Me and Dom showed up, and we end up talking a lot about sports and a lot about uh, everything but Great Wrath. Uh, we did uh, we talked a little bit about Great Wrath, but not enough, and we didn't talk about Trip enough either. And I will have Trip back on the podcast so he, you guys can see a little bit more of who he is. But you get to see some of his personality and some of the type of things he's into. Love sports. We did a lot of sports talking and a lot of industry talking, and it was a lot of fun. So I hope you guys enjoy. Sit back and relax. Grab yourself a beer. Cheers. Uh, welcome guys to another week of Drunken Public. Uh, it's a long overdue podcast with Great Raf, personally. Uh, long overdue podcast with Trip. We've met through over the years. Yeah, just around the beer scene. Yeah. yeah. But you've never been on the show. So I'm glad yeah, to have you yet, on man. Trying to get my feet wet, though. I mean, I've done one or two podcasts before, and that's about it. But this is just a drunk show. Well, I'm glad to have you here. Right. And then we have my brother from another mother, Dom, here. He may or, not, may, Hi. He may or may not be sober. We can't speak on that, but that's my uh, that's my brother from another mother. We did a a, a drunk uh, kind of thing. Early. Questionnaire thing that he, all the questions he asked were bad. I did something so. for lunch and trying to figure it out. Maybe you could be part of the two in the future. If I get it down, I don't know what I'm doing yet. Yeah, it's called truth or chug. <laughs> yeah, you either tell the truth or you chug a beer. He was. He thought I was gonna drink more than I answered, and I answered more than I drank. No, that's why I fucked up, and I was stuck at work because he. I did all the drinking, he did all the fucking answering. I'm like, <laughs> fuck you, <laughs> fuck Man. you. Definitely give me like two weeks to prep for that, because as I told you before, off the air, um, I had to jump into my barley wine collection after that LSU game. So <laughs> they lose. I didn't watch. Yeah, uh, Oklahoma lost. I know that. Oklahoma got their ass kicked. We got our asses kicked. We got beat. Good job. Get play. Mississippi State. So what? Mike Mike Leach. Is Mike Leach, man. Mike Leach introduced the SEC. Well, it's better than fucking losing their fucking K State. Oklahoma lost to K State. This is just as bad. It's equivalent. Yeah, this Miss- has to do with beer, guys. I'm glad you're Mississippi. <laughs> Mississippi State is the fucking like. He's the shit of the but SEC. It, They're the worst team in the SEC. No, but it's better than fucking K State. It's better than losing to K State. Look, dude, but the I equivalent. I breakdown on LSU. Before, I don't think it's equivalent. I knew it was going to happen at some point. Let's just get it out of the way. Mike Leach decided to introduce the air bomb. We have no quarterback. We have no secondary. It's going to be a rough season. It's going to be rough. When do y'all ever have a quarterback? We, Other than Joe Burrow, get out of here. <laughs> hey, we had Jordan Jefferson. He was great until. He, oh God. Beat the hell out of that guy and got suspended for the entire season. Well, they always have. You talent. guys are better than fucking Auburn. You had one quarterback in the last forty-five years called fucking Cam Cammy Juice Newton. Yeah, that's you know, true too. That's the only quarterback they ever had. You know, so better than that at least. Yeah. Well, we'll be we'll be okay. I just 
Not this year. Not this year. It's okay. Not this year. I I hope you guys make it in the top 15. That's all I hope for. I, you know, I was really upset about our initial ranking until watching this game. Fucking Oklahoma. First of all, shout out again. It's nothing to do with beer, guys. I'm so sorry. We opened it weary, weirdly. Uh, Oklahoma was ranked third, third or second. Where were they opened up this season? They ranked. They were. They were better than us. They were ranked third, I think. I think. Third or fourth? I think they were third or second. Uh, I'm gonna put it on the screen. If I'm wrong, put it up on the screen right now. If I'm right, you won't see it. So. Uh, Cause I'm fucking right. No, but uh, they lost to K State. K State's the fucking. It's not a football fucking uh, college. Yeah, they they used to have a squad back in the day. They used to be. I remember they were good in '05. Yeah, like when we were kids. When they had that quarterback, they got oh, indicted they for rape. Players, yeah, yeah, they had a few players. Okay, K State, good. In they were good. They, uh, the big, up, no, that was Kansas. The big fat guy, mm-hmm. Mangino or whatever, Mangini or Mangino, Mangino. Mm-hmm. In a weak division. Now I'm thinking of Kansas, not Kansas State. No, no, no. Big 12 used to be serious. Mm, no, no, no. Like the Big Ten. Big Ten was serious. Mm. No, Big Ten nah. is trash. Big 12 yeah. used to be good. Good old OU. Got, uh, Ohio. <laughs> got it. No, because when Texas was good, mm-hmm. Oklahoma was good. Everyone, There was like four, at least yeah. four good teams in the Big 12. Got it. All right. The worst teams in the fucking SC, uh, SEC. What are you, a Syracuse fan? No, I'm an Auburn fan, actually. Look, what bandwagon? He's a bandwagon fan. I'm not a bandwagon fan. He's a bandwagon fan, like he's a bandwagon beer nerd. This is fact. Moving on to that. So hard hits from Dove. Let's talk about beer now. <laughs> yeah, this is fact. Moving on. So the guest we have on, I said Trip from Great Raft, but we actually haven't talked to anybody about Great Raft. Thank you, Trip, for being on here. Appreciate from, it. Uh, Great Raft. Thank you. We're drinking the watermelon. Uh, Waterman Walker? Yeah, we're calling a Texas Ranger. Melon, Texas Ranger. That's a long name. I fucked that all the way up, though. It, uh, it takes a while to get used to. Just think Watermelon Walker Melon. You know, Walker, Texas Ranger. Yeah. It takes a while to get to. It's long-winded. Good beer. Very good. Beer. Very good. It's damn good beer. Yeah, so it's it's a New England style. It's what we got. You know, what we do pretty much with a lot of our beer series is we do kind of rotators. So, yeah, we've got our Life Itself Rotator, which is, you know, our Goza line. So you'll see, you know, a new rendition of that, you know, every couple months. Our IPA series, which this guy's a part of, you know, would consist of, you know, our Rhinestone Life, you know, our Grace and Grit, you know, all those those good heady guys. So this guy's the newest one we got to the market since I've started. So, you know, I got started with the brewery, you know, a couple months ago, and we started brewing this. Congratulations, yeah. Pretty, uh pretty happy I get to coattail this guy coming into the market. It's a solid beater coattail, but also a solid people. Like, um, forgive me, I forget the owner's names, but I've met them. They did a collab with uh, Celestial. Yeah. And I had a yeah. chance to meet them. Uh, again, I apologize for not remembering. Andy and Lindsay. Thank you, yeah. Andy and Lindsay. Uh, super sweet people. Super sweet. I love them to death. The yeah, little bit of time we spend time together is super nice. Yeah, you know, they're doing such a great thing for, you know, the Louisiana beer scene. You know, real good good family, you know, they take you know, a lot of care into, you know, the production of their beer, but also they give a ton back to their community. Real cool to be a part of all the stuff they're doing so far. Plus, you know, they're LSU fans, so you can got to circle back. Hand in hand. Hand right. in hand. What if they were Auburn fans? How upset would you be? Dude, look, man, I came on the spirit side. I had to work with people from Tuscaloosa pretty heavily. Wow. And Having to sell a whiskey but from Alabama. Trust Galusa, no, that's the Auburn fucking capital. 
Oh, it's no, it's Alabama. That's Alabama. Alabama. It's, it's in a, no, I know plenty of people from Tuscaloosa. Well, Auburn's Montgomery. Montgomery. Yeah, Tuscaloosa's Alabama. Alabama. So alcoholic stupidness. Uh, I meant uh, Montgomery. Sorry, dude. I wouldn't. Sorry, I wouldn't make that claim in Alabama. <laughs> Walking into a Tuscaloosa bar, claiming it. Or Eagle Capital. It's, unfortunately, I've been all up and down Alabama repping uh, uh, Auburn. War Eagles uh, wasn't pleasant because um, it's road tide all over Alabama. Well, so we used to go growing up, you know, predominantly in Louisiana, and then going to LSU. We'd always call the Auburn fans booger eaters. I can see that. It's a little bit easier to get into Auburn than Alabama, from what I've been told. A lot easier. Is it? From what everyone on that, I would have Alabama. thought that both are very easy to get into. It's the SEC. I mean, <laughs> all you have to do is have a pulse and don't have an STD. So. No, that's Texas Tech. No, that's, that's Texas Tech. not Texas Tech. I got Texas, into Texas Tech. No, I, I think that's any SEC school. I did not get into. Yeah. I, I mean, we got Vanderbilt. They're smart. Oh, yeah, that's a smart one. Yeah, I forget. I always forget about them. Because well, they don't fucking really Jake Cutler play sports. But they don't play sports. They just, uh, I, yeah, that's actually in Nashville. It's actually a good area. Florida has good fucking uh, academics too. The Gators. Florida have, who? Florida Gators have good academics as well. I think that's like a relative term. Like, you can write your name. They have a school. <laughs> You can breathe. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so sorry, guys. If you came for beer, we talk about sports. We're already, I'm already alienating the entire second half of the SEC. Well, what's the podcast? The, what's the there was a I I don't want to tell the joke because I don't know the joke. But Ohio State and Michigan always Is talk shit about each other. State also like a high academic no, school. No, no. So is a and a high academic school as well. The business Mays no Mays business school is is that UT is, or A and M. A&M? A&M, I mean, they're I think it's ma- The business school is good and the engineering is good at A&M. Yeah, but isn't it the same thing for a Same with UT. State? Yeah, no. Uh, I can't no. attest to it. I've met a couple people People comment below, what school in the SEC is high academics? <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, it's not Auburn or Alabama. <laughs> it was definitely not LSU, let me tell you that. Is that where you went? Yeah. I was okay. not those three. I, so... Uh, I went to UTD, I so I can't even talk below, shit. I really need this information. Comment below where uh, where in SEC has high academics. I, I would tell you, I, I don't I think any of them. I think Vanderbilt. That's it. Outside of Vanderbilt, we have I think Florida. No, a good one. No, no, it's, they're not in the SEC. Are it's they? Just yeah, Vanderbilt. Florida's in SEC, man. Yeah, SEC. Oh, I was gonna say I thought they were like ACC. No, uh, SEC East is Florida State. No, East. no, I don't think Florida is. No. I think it is, man. Mm-mm. Yeah, uh, no, I can't Florida State is It's not. probably a Mississippi State. Some Florida crap. Like, State. The, the, tra- the worst is, football team is probably the better yeah. school. <laughs> Ole Miss has got some good. Ole Miss has good. some good Yeah, schools. Ole Miss. Uh, I can see good, that. That's a, they have a doctorate degree out there at Ole Miss, man. So mm-hmm. Ole Miss is on there. A&M has that uh, doctrine as well. <clears throat> I forget A&M's in the Yeah, SEC. in the West. They're SEC West, man. Yeah, Missouri. Yeah, Missouri. so A&M might be the best is school in the SEC. Missouri's a good law school. Yeah, they got to get a law school. To me, A&M's not SEC, but whatever. They are legitimately... But they fought. But I grew up with them in the Big Twelve. Well, they, yeah, they were in the Big Twelve. They fought to get in the SEC mm-hmm. West. Mizzou. Mizzou's another good school. Yeah, it's probably a good school. It's another good academic. My uh, one of my one of our good buddies. He's the DC over there. Okay. Yeah. Missouri. I got Missouri on there. Uh, I think Florida really is on there too, in my opinion. I know, of course, I never got. Why do you love Florida so much? What do they do? You did a girl that went to Florida, or what? No, I'm from New York City. Florida's like the second <laughs> cousin. Florida's like our second cousin. <laughs> All right, let's get back in the beer. Let's get back in the beer. Yeah. Cool, yeah. So, anyways, back back to Walker Mountain, Texas Ranger. So, it's it's a New England-style IPA. Thank you. So, it's 
Very good. We put a lot of love into it, you know, just to really accentuate the mouthfeel where you know, so offhand and out, like, do you guys actually put watermelon in it, or is it like so? We'll uh, get to that. Yeah, I'll okay. give you a quick walkthrough. Nowhere near as geeky as what our master brewer wanted me don't, to say because it was too geeky. a damn near essay. <laughs> And no, it would no. sound like I graduated from Vanderbilt, but... You might have graduated if you say the whole essay. I just need just basic information for dumb beer nerds like myself. So, like myself. yeah. Yeah, well, we're using a heavy amount of uh, wheat and oats on this just to have that, you know, that mouthfeel to really accentuate the style. Um, and, you know, a big part of that, too, is, you know, watermelon is such a hard fruit to really get the flavor it to is. be That's the, what I was asking, the forefront. Yeah. So, you know, to start with it, you know, when we're doing the first boil, we're not using any bittering hops pretty much. I think they, they add a little bit to it. Okay. But the goal with this is to really accentuate the esters, you know, when that yeast is converting and make sure that we're getting that tropical flavor because there at the end when we're crashing this beer, we're using a uh, watermelon tincture. So gotcha. it's, you know, okay. I don't know if you guys have bartended, you know, with, with tinctures before, but I mean, it's a heavy dose of flavor in a small amount. So that kind of allows us to get that good flavorful watermelon, you know, especially on that finish in this beer, so. I really believed. So, just tasting the beer, I've been lucky to have it, uh, the first edition of it uh, a few months back. Mm-hmm. Had the, the most recent one at Crash Gross on Saturday. And having this one, it's, same, it's just very nice hint of watermelon. So if you would ever say like, yeah, there's uh, a puree of watermelon there, I would be surprised because it's hard to do actual watermelon fruit and get that mm-hmm. watermelon flavor out because it's just water at the end of the day. It's very hard to get those sugars to right. protrude through. So one thing to circle back around on that flavor profile though is that we're not just getting that kind of melon flavor from the tincture alone. So like I said before, like we were really wanted the uh, esters, the yeast to really kind of go forefront. And so when we're fermenting this uh, this beer, we're using kind of a higher fermentation temperature. Mm. That way we're getting kind of more full body. And we're using super hungry yeast that's kind of naturally yielding, kind of like a guava-like taste off the esters. See. So kind of be able to play off that. So, uh, Do you know what yeast you're using? It's, it's a super aggressive ale yeast. They didn't give me a full detail on what it was. Um, it's something they picked up specifically for, mm-hmm. for this beer. So I apologize, people who are listening to this podcast. Uh, Dom's here from False Idol, the owner of False Idol Brewing. Uh, also been in the craft beer game for over nine years now. So uh, that's who's speaking right now, asking an amazing question. Thank you, Dom. It sounds uh, like Kvike, but I'd be curious to know what the answer is. It wouldn't is. be Kvike because Kvike. I have a really Kvike is a uh, is a very um, melon forward. It's just a crazy yeast. It's very like, affordable. Very yeah, yeah like I have, I have you can ferment like ninety to ninety degrees. It's hot fermented. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, I would, I would, if I had to guess, it'd be London Three or the Imperial Juice. It's, all, it's pretty much the same. So, my biggest thing is I have a big disdain for Kvike yeast. Now it could be just because I've been lucky enough to talk to people like you guys who talk to me about that style or Kvike yeast or just yeast in general as far as fermentation. Um, I just I'm uh, not a big fan of it. Um, our, if our this friend, is Kvike, this is the best beer I've ever had with Kvike. It would be. Yeah. Uh, our friends at Craft Negras brew with Kvike yeast. It's terrible. I'm not a big fan <laughs> of it. I'm not a big fan of Kvike yeast. Um, not disrespecting anybody from Craft Negras or the brewery. It's, it's just, just cheap. It's not a good. It's not a good yeast to use. Um, and many other breweries here locally in DFW use Kvike yeast as well, and I'm not a big fan of it. We, you know, 
with by the last brewery I was at, I know we, we played with a couple pilot batches mm. with the mic, and I find that it's kind of difficult to use, you know? I mean, it just doesn't taste it doesn't, it's hard to stand out among, like, so you put a hazy versus a hazy, and you, if you did, that's why I would guess it's not Kavike, but I'd be surprised if it is. Um, you put a Kavike beer versus, like, a non Kavike beer. And it's regardless of IPA, whatever style it is, like it's not gonna be. It's going to be middle of the pack. Mm-hmm. It's not gonna be shitty, but it's gonna be middle. It's never gonna be amazing. Right. That's what I've. That's what I've gathered from just trying them. Yeah, it's. I'd be interested to try some, you know, kind of larger format production Kvike beers. Um, I would still. I get the allure. It's super cheap. Yeah. It's affordable. You know, like I said, like I've. I've had a, quite a few pilot batches with it. I've had a couple homebrew batches well, you with it. We worked on a bigger brewery as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of the, like uh, Grey Raff is not the uh, is a big is, well, for uh, no disrespect to Grey Raff. Grey Raff is a bigger brewery, but you worked at other bigger breweries as well. Um, so you have the experience of working in production. You have the experience of working mm-hmm. craft beer. You know, so I'll be interested to see those bigger production breweries you worked at. Their example of those combined keys, like. Shoot, it sounds like we need to formulate a Kvike Fest once we can start opening up. Just we can make bring, it happen. Everyone bring your Kvike boys. Yeah. Maybe make it a private event for all the local breweries and have a fun thing to meet up because I talked to Don about this and I uh, had the conversation to talk to uh, the owners of uh, Tubbs recently and the same thing is like when's the last time we all hung out to each other i know exactly what it was it was the pink boot society festival before over at craft and growler oh, oh yeah i was there tubble in there was we, a, you were there i think i was shotgunning we uh we were shotgunning tap waters all night to, oh, and hey. spicy boys too no yeah i did this uh the, the spicy pickles no i did not do that i did the swirl from martin house and i did the uh, uh tap water from yeah, the tap water, that's a perfect shotgun, but we were whipping out those spicy. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, we were getting crazy. So I was doing a swirl, and I ended up leaving my tab open, and when they called me the next day, it's like, hey, your tab's open. You want us to close it? Like, how much is the tab? To like, they set the price. I'm like, I fucked up. Yeah, you yeah. close it. <laughs> close it. I fucked up. It's not as bad as last year, though. The year before, remember when you drove me home, yeah. bought me egg roll hut. Yeah, we fucked up. Like and, two. Uh, we fucked up two years back to back. Both of us were walking around like little like humping midgets. Man, it was. It was yeah, fun. I, I was a hangover, man. I don't think I will ever be able to drink a spicy boy again after that. But it's good. Well, they, I didn't realize they changed it. So there's a there's a Bloody Mary Michelada so spicy actually, pickle now. I actually tried it. It so sounds good. They, they threw like a ton of different like vegetables and spices in it to kind of it's mm. not they're not going for a bloody mary taste but they're trying to make that a component for a bloody mary mm-hmm. michelada. And i thought the regular one would have been perfect with a michelada I, honestly i wouldn't know because i haven't had one since i shotgun so um yeah i don't know but the yeah. spicy one was gross it was like fireball man yeah i wish I, you know what i do remember like the next couple days was was pretty rough in the bathroom yeah yeah, that was... My guts were burning. It was definitely a good showing for us before the shutdown. It was a good showing for all of us locally here, but um, no, what I was trying to say with the Tubbs owners was um, six years ago, right? I got in craft beer four years ago. Um, I don't know how long you've been drinking craft beer, sir. How long you been drinking? Man, so I th- I'd say like the first time I really jumped into craft beer was... Probably my junior year of college, so that was like 2012. Yeah. 
2012. Wait a little bit more than five years ago. A little bit more, but... No, but it's still five years ago. Let's say five. Yeah, professionally, getting paid to do it, it's only been about, you know, probably four years. So you've so. the same time frame, right, Dom? 2013 for you for craft beer, 2012? Yeah. So you guys been drinking a little bit more craft beer than I have. So my thing is this. When I first got into it, it was such a hyper-local uh, meetup. Um, where people from Petty Colas, Tubbs, uh, Texas L Project, uh, Community, uh, fucking Franconia Raw, everybody was still hanging out with each other mm-hmm. at the time, you know? And that's why I felt with the community, because it was such a hyper-local thing, man. Right. Uh, freaking Turning Point didn't open yet when I first started drinking craft beer. They were about to open. Um... All the big breweries now haven't, they didn't open yet here locally that they are open now. Mm-hmm. But it was still such a hyper. Th- sorry, thank you, sir. Uh, yes, I will have one. Thank you. Um, it was such a hyper local thing, but they all hung out with each other. Yeah. But everybody's so busy now, they don't get to do it. I would love to have an event like the Brewers Ball, similar to it. Oh, yeah. We all, all get to hang out outside of the consumer part of it and just hang out. Because that's the part of the beer, beer community I would love to hear. And. How can we get Great Rap involved to be in those things? The Brewer Haters Ball? Uh, Brewer's Ball, yeah. Brewer Haters Ball? I would love to have a Brewer Haters Ball. <laughs> I would love to have it. But I think people will support that. I would love to have it. I mean, like, you know, feed off your point. I mean, that's one of the biggest draws for me for the industry in general. I mean, just Thank how so much, large it was, but how small the community is. Because, I mean, I think it kind of really reflects on, you know, the service industry in general, too. Because, I mean... Shoot, I was doing spirits for a long time, and you do that long enough, you know everybody, you know. And it's always fun to have. We'd always have the bartenders' ball with Jameson, which that was. I can't even imagine. Hear, yeah, that's I can't a imagine. shit show that I can't repeat. But we nah, not we not speak. This is not the podcast for it. <laughs> but I will say, <laughs> yeah, to your point, I mean, it's it's really refreshing to have everybody in the industry all together, kind of enjoying and celebrating what we're all working so hard to do. Yeah, you know, so. I mean, I think we, in general, as a industry, just needs to jump on it as soon as we get the green light to, to you know, gather. Them. Yeah, because I think you know it's it's going to be like I think we we've all every single brewery you know that you've mentioned like Dom. I know you guys you know opening up during all this too have had to like you know jump through hoops to you know deal with the changing times. I mean, we've all worked so hard to make sure that. Not just our livelihood, but you know our quality is still there. So yeah. kind of, I guess, hard to a celebration once all this opens. We need to, but it's gonna be hard. Like, okay, similar question, but a little transition, right, guys? So I want you to think about this question too, Dom. At the end of the day, right? Uh, I know you're newer to uh, Great Rap, but they did a great collab with celestial a little bit before your time not that much longer before. oh yeah the i told you that would happen i mean it was a great, i drank it it's a great beer it was a great beer and a little before you started working it, it's not like you never experienced it because you were here dfw drinking that beer it was you were here but what can we do because believe it or not in my opinion oklahoma and louisiana or our beer communities as well mm-hmm. so when this was all said and done this lockdown and we could fully open up maybe 2025 you know, we can fully open up. Say it like that. 2025? Dude. <laughs> it's a joke. It's Dude, a joke, Jesus. It's a joke. I hope not. 
but it, when we all could finally fully open up, right, and support each other again, how can we bring our sister beer communities involved, right? Because I love the community in uh, Oklahoma. I love the beer community in Louisiana. How can we bring our sister communities involved? I think, you know, just the more collabs we could all do as breweries will really help that. I mean, I know, you know, we did a couple a couple weeks ago, we did a, a collaboration with a Hawk Moth up in Arkansas. Oh, I, know, I don't know who they are. I'm sorry. So it's a, uh, I'll try to sneak you. I would some love cans. one. I would um, love one. Yeah. But, you know, delicious beer, real cool, real funky. It's a Norwegian IPA. But, you know, it's a you know, similar thing. They're just trying to get back to the normalcy. You know, our guys get to go up there, hang out. You know, you get to see you know, a whole different community within yeah. the beer scene. And it's, you know, kind of a mini celebration for two breweries. So, so is that Kvike? No one's doing Kvike's. Norwegian. Man, That's why they might, probably called it that. It might have been. Look, dude. They did it. Because I've seen people call it, like, Norwegian Pilsners. I'm like, what's that mean? You use Kvike? And they did, so. It may be. Really? Um, oh, well, you know better than me. I'll take that back, yeah. I'd have to check uh, when I get home, because I, I think I got the specs on it. I should have brought it, but like I said, this was supposed well, to be a casual podcast. It is a casual. It's not everything, but it's, my thing is, I think they listen. Um, for people listening, we did a video about five, six months ago, no, seven months ago now, when they had the collab with Celestial, with Grey Rap. And prior to that, we had a great conversation with Kirk, uh, the previous DFW self-rep, was a great guy. Uh, we did a, a big, quick, fun uh, event with him. Uh, so people were following the podcast long enough. That's who Kirkland was. He mm-hmm. worked with Great Rap. And... Um, Trip took his spot, uh, uh, but it's not just that. It's just like we have a sister community in Louisiana, and I just want to bring that back. I love the DFW community. I love the the camaraderie in it, and I want to extend that to our Oklahoma uh, brothers and sisters, right. our Louisiana brothers and sisters. You know, and how we get them to the fold. You know. Yeah, I think you know just having like you know some type of Brewers Ball. I mean, would be perfect. Because I mean. Technically, we're not local, but we kind of are. We're, you know, damn near three hours away. You, you touch know, the state. I mean... You're closer than St. Arnold. Some people would argue it's pretty much East Texas. Yeah. It is East Texas. Listen, I drive faster to get to uh, Shreveport, you know, than fucking anywhere else in fucking Texas. I can get to Shreveport faster than I get to fucking San Antonio. It, it's refreshing yeah. how quick it takes to get to Shreveport from here. Mm-hmm. You know, because used, that used to be my... One third in to my trip to go to school back and forth. Oh, yeah. so You get Shreveport and head down to Lafayette, and then you're not even halfway there at that point. So it's it's really refreshing being that close. What's the college in Shreveport? Well, they got Centennial. Or, no, There's the Centennial, one with the stadium. Centenary, and then you got LSUS. That's so what it is. It's like our sister school. Which is LSU. It's LSU. Yeah. I thought it was like UL Lafayette, no? No, nah, it's in Lafayette. Oh, I remember driving by it. I don't know. I don't know what it is. You're, you're yeah. thinking about the Independence Bowl. It's right there. So Maybe. Oh, that's right what it is. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, so that's... I mean, it's built, like, obviously for the local schools, but that's, like, the state fair. They'll have a couple games up there. Like, I think it's Grambling State and Southern Bay play up there every year. Why do people love Grambling so much? And March- Grambling? It's the marching band, dude. The band's great. It's, it's awesome. It's rowdy drum line. Yeah, that's like Drumline, the movie. In real life, but it's it's always them. So like you know, they're the, like the North Louisiana Historical Black College, and then we've got Southern down in Scotlandville, which is pretty much Baton Rouge. So they play you know, once a year, and I'm pretty sure they play up in Independence Bowl. I think so. I think they do. 
again, yeah, that's the independence ball. This is the guy who uh, vaguely watches college football just for betting. So I don't know much. So I, <laughs> I link to you guys more than I have my knowledge. Um, but I just never understood the love in Louisiana for Gramlin. I never understood that. I didn't know they were in Louisiana, honestly, until you said that. So Yeah, it's a... Uh, they're right outside. I'd say I should know this because it, it's right by where my parents live. It's uh, it's it's outside of Ruston, Louisiana, which is about I'd say 45, 50 minutes outside of Shreveport. So, are there medical school too as well? Uh, Grambling? Yeah, maybe. I, don't know. I think they are medical school. I think you just got think every school is great. No, I don't think every school. Grambling, believe it or not, even though they have a shitty fucking football team. Um, I think they're a medical school. Well. I mean, that's a whole another story. But yeah, they used to be good. Grambling? No. Never. Back in yeah. They won a national championship. Historically, they were good. They won a national championship. Uh, I'd have to go back. Like I'm talking about the 50s. They did. They were good because. They won a national championship. Why are they called a historical? Black college. Okay, that's a bit racist because they're. No, they were better. Winning. They were. They had all because all the other teams were all white. And then, had to do with winning, though. You better take this shit off. You don't leave this I'm on. I'm not keeping it in. I am not keeping it in at all. I am not keeping it in. No, I'm really, I think they were really good back in the day. Yeah, like, they those were the teams game, that were good. They won a national had, uh, championship. God, they had, they've had a couple big names. Because what's the one that Jerry Rice went to? Uh, no, he didn't. He uh, I thought he won the Grammar. Because Tio went to Tennessee Chattanooga. He went to Chattanooga. And Jerry Rice went to like and Southern Mississippi. No, is it Jacksonville State? That's what it was. Yeah. So, so who was the Grammar then? Nobody. There uh, was a famous football player with the Grammar. Quarterback for the Eagles. Not Donovan McNabb. No, the other one. Cunningham? Yeah, didn't Randall Cunningham play at Grambling? No, I thought he kept in state. I thought he was a Houston guy. I thought he was a Texas No, that's uh, a you're Texas thinking guy. of someone else. I thought Cullo was a... It was like Reed or something that played for well, Houston. Well, Jackson went to fucking Auburn. Auburn, and then he got fucked over, and then he... Because he got dropped by the Bucks. Yeah. Then went to fucking... Uh, the Raiders. Raiders. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm searching this, that's actually going to bother me. I just need one guy. Grambling quarterback. I don't think it was a quarterback. I thought it was a running back. I think it was a quarterback. I think it was a running back. I thought it was Ronald Cunningham. But they didn't Cunningham. Where did uh, Warren Moon go? I think it might have been might have been Warren Moon. Warren Moon? Where did he go? I don't know where Warren Moon went to school. I think he went to Grambling. He did not go to Texas. Because remember, he didn't go to... He, he had to play for the Canadian for a while because the, the they didn't want to back quarterbacks. That was in... It's wild. That was in the 90s. That was 97? 90. There was no black quarterbacks in 97? No, not 97. Uh, what's the guy? Doug. Doug. Uh, Doug Flutie went up there, too. Doug. Uh, played for the Washington football team. Okay, currently. <laughs> the current name. Uh, Doug something. Doug Johnson? Doug. Uh, Doug Flutie. Doug black Flutie? dude. He was the first black quarterback to win a Super Bowl. Uh, Doug Flutie was a little, little tiny white guy. Doug uh, something. Um, you're right. He Didn't he go to New England? Doug really went to New England. He, he played, played for the Chargers for a long time. He played for Boston. The Boston State. That he won Boston that College fucking, against uh, Miami. Uh, that's what I'm thinking. I'm sorry. Uh, he had the, the Flutie. The fucking the bomb. Yeah, yeah, the bomb. Let's see. This is a sport podcast now, guys. <laughs> With a hit of beer. Yeah, a hit of beer. Dallas's own Erica Badu went to Grand Blake, so. Oh, nice. Hey, shout, shout out to the Queen of <laughs> Dallas. That's not Erica Badu right now, but yeah, let's say it's Erica Badu playing right now. This is fucking, uh, what's her name? Lauren Hill. Yeah. 
<laughs> Interesting. Not many good players that I could point out, but this is a sports podcast now. Yeah, yeah this is a sports podcast. No, well, I thought there was there was nobody that went to Grambling that we're that we're just like making up it in our Long head. Hill, yeah, we were making it up in our own. Damn. Head. I mean, like they've got a lot of good musicians that have come out of there. So what what what's y'all's uh, year round lineup now? Yeah, so our flagship guys are our Southern Draw. Yeah, you know, it's Dry Hop Pills there. Yeah, you know, it's it was always one of my favorite beers even before I signed on with the brewery. Uh, Self Rice. Yeah, Louisiana Rice. That thing is yeah, that thing is a crusher. I like that one. Yeah, Some with the Black Lager. I like the Black Lager. Yeah, so Black Lager is our Reasonably Corrupt. So that's also a nice. year round boy. Um, and then Commotions are Hazy Pale Ale. So those are. Reasonably Corrupt was the first beer that Andy and you know Lindsay, Lindsay made, uh, so they nice. hang their hat on that. And then, you know, Southern Draw just as a beer, you know, it's it's paying homage to you know Louisiana production, keeping mm. everything local, but also you know dry hopping as well. You know, you don't see too many dry hop pilsners out in the market these days. It's um, is a trend I wish kept on in 2019. It did not keep in 2019. I really wanted that to be a trend. Yeah, did not stick. Um, I'm really a pleasant surprise that you guys came back. Uh, you, uh, False Idol, uh, did one in uh, fucking, um, excuse me, guys. I apologize for skipping our name. Um, Odd Muse. Mm-hmm. Odd Muse did a dry Pilsner uh, hop. Which which Odd Muse was a dry hop? I don't fucking catch me lying in name. Bye. Fucking Bobby, I'm sorry. I, your name suck dick. I don't remember any of your names. I will the put backyard radio. I not don't catch me lying. I can't remember any. Probably. Probably that. I can't remember any. I will put it on the screen right now. I don't know their name. Sorry, Bobby. Sorry. Um, but yeah, I really thought the next big beer for like North Texas in general was gonna be the Dry Hot Pills. Dom said it was it, and I believe it was. And I'm glad we didn't bet because I would have lost a lot of money. I would have fucking lost lost a lot of lot of money. But I believe. It was just- Why did I tell you it wasn't? Do you remember? Because I can tell you the same thing. I don't remember. People don't like better shit. But it's such a general consumers because yeah. it's like you. Uh, all of us are different than the like general consumer. General consumers want crushable ass beer, and then if it's an IPA and it's crushable, that's why hazy IPAs took off because it's high ABV, nine percent, you know, or twelve percent sometimes. It doesn't taste like an IPA. But it's you saying you're drinking an IPA. Mm-hmm. So now you're like, oh, I'm in the craft beer community. I drink craft beer. And they're getting hammered. People people like to drink. I always do, but... And that was my point on the, the dry hop pills. Is like we talk about this at the at craft People just want a crusher thing. of a pilsner. But here's the thing, though. Listen, the crushable dry hop pills is not is bitter, but not too bitter. It's not like a West Coast bomb. It's not never going to be that, but it's... It's crushable, man. But you, but pallets, you, like you said, on, like pallets. Yeah. Pallets are different, yeah. Pallets are different. Yeah. It depends on what your approach for, you know, pills or lager are going to be. I mean, obviously, we all are within this industry, so we want that easy to drink, you know, crushable, you know, all something with drinking. a bite. But, you know, some people just don't go for it. Yeah, so our blonde, when we did our first blonde, <clears throat> it was dry hopped, but I didn't say it. I didn't mention it in the marketing or anything because the consumer that's going to drink a blonde doesn't want to know that that's dry hopped or double dry hopped. like they're like I just want to drink something that tastes like Coors Light you know mm, I see what you're saying yeah and so they just want something plain it's like, yeah it's like an entry craft beer you know it's for someone who's probably showing up to a brewery with 
their friends who are way more into the scene than they are, and it's something. Yeah, you get those random customers, and they're like, "Give me something like banquet beer," and you're like, "Uh, here you go." Yeah, it's tough. Yeah, I'd say the number one question I used to get whenever I'd work the tap room over at Texas Ale Project was, um, "What beer do you guys make with wheat?" <laughs> or what beer tastes like Blue Moon? Well, y'all don't have a wheat beer. That's why we did our half. So when we were at Full Clip, one of our Ooh, biggest... Come up and say, I want a wheat beer. No, yeah, you get a bunch of... Dude, it's crazy. Like, you you were a bartender before. Yeah, but I did cocktails. Sitting back there with the craft beer industry, it's, it's a lot more picky. Mm-hmm. And you get the craziest questions. Oh, so yeah. for me... And, like, that's just, like, the simple, like, the for stuff. For me, it's very, it's very odd. So... I'm a little behind the times for craft beer, so I bartended it for many years. So think about 2012 to 2015, I bartended, right? But that's all cocktail, right? But that craft the, beer. That was the beginning of the mixology boom up here, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I did everything was fucking like, what can we do to make a fucking sweet beer that's not diabetes and make it fucking everybody wants to crush it? Right. That was all it is. Like, how what fruit? What can you do? Like, I did a lot of cocktails. It was never beer. No one came up to me about beer. Because mm-hmm. if it was beer, they're like, you got banquet, literally banquet. You got banquet, you got Bud Light, you got Coors. That's it. That's all uh, they wanted. High Life. Lone Star. High Life Pony. High Life was only fucking Houston. Yeah, if you were in Texas, it was Lone, Lone Star is a big seller here. Uh, yeah, China was a big seller too. Montucky. Yeah, but, it's just, but that's recent thing. now. Yeah. It's just, it's interesting. But, um, okay. Trip. You've been in craft beer industry for a little bit, right? For a time. In your opinion, and you don't have to answer if you don't want to, but what can great rap do to be a staple here in DFW? It's not a local beer, but it's close enough. Man, for me personally, it's all about the personal touch, but also like really leaning in and making sure that we're producing quality beers. And a lot of that has to do with you know really, really pushing your flagships. You know, because I feel like, you know, lots of breweries really lean on their seasonals, which is great, but you need to have something that resonates. Because, like we were talking about, when you have your casual person mm. that comes in who they're not looking for a hot bomb, they're not looking for, you know, a stout with eight adjuncts in it, they're looking for something that they can crush at home and having that staple and yeah. get the, that customer for life, you know. And for, for us personally, I mean, I feel like we... You know, as a team, you know, I've done a great job portraying the brand everywhere, you know, with everything that we do locally for Louisiana, you know, having guys like, you know, Kirkland, who, I mean, he worked for the brewery for, you know, six years, and I'm hoping to do the same thing, you know, yeah, everyone knew Kirkland, so that's... For me, that's awesome because it makes it a lot easier to transition into a role when everyone loves the guy compared to, you know, you hate the guy. Sometimes people screw up, and uh, it's a little hard to come back from that. But. It's a little easier to follow that, but it's just interesting. I, um, I really believe in hyper local, but Great Raft is right there too. Like, listen, Great Raft, believe it or not, hyper local. They're closer than Houston. They're closer than mm-hmm. San Antonio, and we got those beers out here too. So. I, I put Grey Raff on that label, level, excuse me, label, that's not even a fucking word, a <laughs> level of, uh, of local craft beer. And I want to see them succeed, so I would love to see what would it Plus, they're be. better than any brewery that you just, in, in those cities that you just said. Houston, yeah, definitely. And San Antonio. Yeah, I don't think there's a good brewery in San Antonio. You know, I'm a little biased because, you know, when I was getting the craft beer, I was, I was in Louisiana. So, you know, 
you know, Great Rap, Nola, all those guys were the ones that we were first jumping on. So, like, you know, Parrish, you know, when they really hit the scene. With Parrish their, is dope, though, but they're dicks. Dude, I... I can't really test at least that. Andy and Lindsay are great people. Yeah, they're great people. And that, you know, I can't... I you can't shouldn't say, say anything. How <laughs> good it is to have, you know, owners who really care about the brand and care about their people and care about just the, the beer community in general. You know? They're very meticulous, man. Because I've worked closely with them and... Andy's a good dude. Lindsay's awesome. Lindsay's the ball buster, and Andy's the nice guy. Is he? It's, it's good cop, bad cop. It's great. It's yeah, perfect. So it's the best thing. I've only dealt with Andy before, and I love Andy to death. But as far as but they're they're both awesome, and like they very uh, analytical mm-hmm. about everything that they do. They're analytical, but like in a circle around. I mean, I worked. I've worked corporate jobs in the alcohol mm. industry where it's the people on top are so de- detached from everything. That you're not getting the questions of what can we do to make your job easier from the corporate guys. They're just you're gonna, gonna turn around and hit you with numbers and be like, okay, why why is this tequila not selling as well as this mm-hmm. tequila? And obviously you can't tell them because you're not spending the marketing because then it gets turned around like, well, you should be out there selling it more. You know, it's but it's also different regions. So here's the thing. Um, so not, this is Victor Santana talking. Uh, I'm gonna talk about a brewery that I love that that's not local. Epic Brewing. Mm-hmm. I love the beers that Epic Brewing is doing. Which one? Epic. I love the... Which Batista, location? Uh, oh, which lo- uh, the Denver one. That is the Batista series. Oh, but it's all one owner, right? It's all one owner. It's still super local for them, right? Um, but here's the thing, though. I know a bunch of their sales reps, and they're all a number of guy, and they kill their sales He's reps. not there anymore. He's not. The he's one that's the best seller of all time for them. He's over at... Uh, at the bird. We're not going to talk about that. Yep. We're not mentioning that, but he moved on. But here's the thing. It's nothing to do with that. It's just uh, a great beer. Um, I met the owner. Nice guy. Number guy. But mm-hmm. only cares about numbers. So when when we had sales reps not meet numbers they, they expected, it's never mm-hmm. been like... What can we do to boost these numbers? Like it's your fault, kind mm-hmm. of thing. Again, isn't it's experience kind of thing? It's also a personal kind of thing. So no disrespect to the people at Epic Brewing and the owners. It's just it happens. It just happens. But I love to hear that change transition with like Matt, Molly, Andy from uh, Great Ref, where I had a personal dealing with. They're super nice and they're like, hey, we fucking failed to this aspect. Let's figure it out. I find you know like I've I've only done spirit sales you know that's okay. since i graduated college i was supposed to go to law school didn't do that so this has been my my career and i think the more successful peeps in the industry are people who understand that what we do is relationship based you know it's it's not at the end of the day it's not really about the numbers obviously they want to make money but when you've got people who are dedicated to your brands that own your restaurants own bars own liquor stores you know and beer stores i mean the, the more you do to affect that social currency and that relationship it kind of does much more wonders in your like your return on you know profits and proceeds so that's that's one of the things i mean it's been a awesome breath of fresh air working for great raft you know because i've had you know jobs where like i've said i mean it's it's all the numbers thing and you know i can go to you know my favorite cocktail bars my favorite beer bars and get these great relationships set up and get all this stuff going but it's not getting buffalo wild wings you know what i mean like it's 
But it's tough though. Like I hate. Listen, I um. Listen, this is a small show, but I love the craft beer community. I love the hyper local craft beer. I love the people here, man. Listen, I love everything about my people I drink with. So it's always about that. So obviously numbers are different, right? On a bigger scale, and I don't knock it, but my thing is this: always going to be this. There's areas that won't sell well, and there's areas that will sell well. Mm-hmm. It's never the individual's fault unless they're not out there. If you have an individual seller who's not in the market selling, that's their fault. But if they're out it's, there working, yeah. it's not their fault. Man. If you're out there working and doing it the right way, I mean, you're gonna get proceeds. But I mean, look, even the wrong way, a shitty sales rep, if he shows up, he's gonna move some numbers. But some people just don't show up. Though. That's a problem. You gotta show up. That's that's the only right way for me. Listen, I'm. We all know people who are dickheads as sales reps. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to just be beer. It could be anything. We all know a person who's a shitty person at a job. But if they show up, that's what it takes right. to be successful. They'd be more successful if people like them. Of course. Yeah. Of course. But showing up at your fucking job and being there helps. Well, and the big thing that I've always preached in this role, you know, is like you're building, like everything you do business wise is a partnership, right? Like it's. Sucks. You're, you shouldn't go into a place with the end goal of making a sale. You know, you want to do something that is going to, you know, result in, you know, a beneficial symbiotic relationship. Because you know, when when your beer's not selling and not making money somewhere, it's not making them money. So there's no one's gonna be happy in that situation. But like you know, doing something and kind of molding. You know, not your sales pitch, but like you, you may need to go into a place and you you have to hit numbers on your double IPA, right? Yeah. But there's just they don't need a double IPA. They need a pilsner or they need an amber ale. Like you, you need to be able, yeah, man. You gotta be able to adapt to the situation and know doing something like that is a lot better for your relationship in the long run than your end of month numbers. You know, yeah, because you'll find somewhere for that. Double IPA, but Thanks. you know, taking an interest in the business in general is, you know, by far above and beyond a better you know, outlook on it. You know? Well, definitely. But that's why I like the. Well, I'm glad you're there at Great Ref, but I like the uh, the take of and the and the Great Ref team though. Listen, they were brought prior to this whole uh, lockdown. There was an event to go do a whole Great Ref tour. That was mm-hmm. gonna be a big thing. That it was super. Uh, hop on the bus. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that was super exciting. Yeah, so we're. I, I've talked to you know Sydney and Deidre a good bit. I think we're gonna keep that going. We just we need the green light. You know, we need yeah. to. So hopefully, we'll be able to re- reopen the tasting room sooner rather than later. Um, that's kind of been tough. I mean, you know, our sales have done really well on the package side. Um, yeah, since I've been with the brewery, you know, we've gotten nothing but good support from, you know, our local customers and partners up nice. here, you know, and so it's been good, but, you know, that's unfortunately, like I was, you know, up at the brewery a couple weeks ago, you know, like I said, my parents live out there, so I had to go house sit for my parents. Love so I got to you. take, right. But, you know, my parents used to live in the Dallas Metroplex where that was a, that was an easy ordeal. And um, I'd be like, sure, I'll just, you know, hop on 75 and drive 15 minutes down the road and be there. But now I had to, like, you know, prep. And, you know, Andy and Lindsay are super understanding. So I got to, I took a PTO day and came up nice. to the brewery on Friday. I'm sorry. And that was supposed to be when we were getting the word from the governor allowing reopening. And, unfortunately, it wasn't the case that we were, you know, 
I'd say it was about 3.30 in the afternoon when we were going to open up at 4.30 and, you know, the governor decides not to let certain parishes open up. And so I know that's... That's insane. Yeah, so it's, it's, it sucks, but, you know, at the end of the day, I think once we get to open up, we'll be ready to see a ton of events like that going back and forth because, you know, just circle back on what we are looking to do to like you know, boost our awareness of the brand here and try to be hyper-local when we're not is, you know, getting that, you know, those kinds of fun things going and getting people to the brewery, you know? But yeah, believe it or not, you guys are hyper-local. I, 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 the whole podcast is meant for me and my friends, like Dom and people like to drink local, but believe it or not, Greater Up is right down the fucking motherfucking street, man. <laughs> you know, they're right there. Yeah, I do know and it's just I would love to see them out here more and it's just because they're great people too man like oh, yeah. the whole community the great graph uh, community is just great yeah I mean I'd love to get the entire team out here I mean everybody on the whole level like from production all the way up to you know Andy and Lindsay are all awesome you know yeah. it's, it's oh. cool because I mean like you know being in the alcohol industry you typically don't see places that don't have high turnaround you know it's like being a liquor rep, man. That's a two-year game. Thank you. You know, it's you work two years and hopefully you get promoted. promoted. If not, then you go do something else. And so that's kind of where I was enculturated at, where it's, you have this high turnover, you know. And being on this end, I mean, everyone, pretty much everybody that's been there, have been there since day one. You know, if yeah. not at the very least, you know, five years, which is awesome to be a part of. You know, having that idea of some. Having a group that cares so much about a brand to where you know they're not they're not leaving anytime soon. So that being said, I want to get all of them up here. It'd be good to know. Yeah, Bob Bob comes up to DFW. I think he has friends that live by good friend, and I know yeah, the old brewer. Um, what was his name? Well, he's not there anymore. But the old brewer used to come up here too mm-hmm. a lot. Yeah, Andy and Lindsay they they like to come up here a good bit as well. Well, we had that collab recently with Celestial. That's the last time I saw him. I would love to see them do more collabs. I'd love to see you guys do more collabs. Well, we actually, on the way here, I texted Andy, and I was telling him when we're doing a collab, and he goes, when I, he, he said, quote, whenever, boo. So, uh, hey, we you heard it. <laughs> so, um, first. I told him, I was like, let's uh, do one at our place, do it on your place. So I would love to. I would love to see yeah. them. No, I love. They're 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 awesome. We we when we signed them at Full Clip, uh, we used to. This is the stuff that they don't do anymore. When we used to sign a brand, we used to christen them into the Full Clip community, like community, and we would go down and like have a trip. And so we went out to Shreveport, and they let we stayed for a day. We we're supposed to stay for two, but Joey had problem. Like he didn't want to stay for two days, so we went for a day, and we just got. They took us. They took us around town. They were like, "You want to go here?" Like, like mm-hmm. they took us everywhere. We got fucked up. It was fun. But we did that there. We did that with Coop when we first signed Coop. They're not with Full Clip anymore. Um, we didn't. We did it with. I did it with Rough Tail. I was always very big on. In order for me to sell these brands better, I want to meet the people. I want to understand the story behind the brand of why this brand is better than this brand mm-hmm. to yeah. the competitors. Yeah. Because it is a people, he said this earlier, he's like, it's a people-driven business. That's Sales right. is people-driven regardless of the industry, but beer, it's even more. Cause like, why do you talk, why is False Idol one of your go-tos? 
I love you guys. Because you and I are very good friends. Yeah. And I think even if we weren't friends, I think I've we've had a relationship that was worthy of like yeah. So like, but it's the same thing. It's like when someone gives you time of day, it's like talking to a girl. You give a, you talk to, you go talk to a random girl you never met at a bar, and you're like, hey, you know, you're talking only about her interests. She will give you time of day because people like to talk about themselves. And this is what JT told me, and he's a very smart guy. JT is very. And smart. I think he's. I was like Jacob Contreras. Uh, if any of our cigar podcasts, he was on it. Jacob. Contreras. JT. JT. Not Jacob. Uh, oh, I thought you were talking about Jacob. Sorry. JT. I fucked that up. Jacob. Uh, JT's never been on because he tucks his kids in at nine and doesn't hang out with anyone. So. <laughs> Uh, but also love you, Jacob Contreras. You also kind of say the same. But the same no, Jacob's thing. smart that's too. Same. But yeah, that's the same thing. But yeah, go ahead, JT. But like, I, yeah, I, I was like, man, I was like, that's really smart. Cause, but it's also like, it just works with anything. It's like, it's sales one on one. Like you just talk to them about what they want to fucking. T- Cause you'll go into a bar, and you're like, hey, I'm with so and so, just stopping by, and you'll vibe. Like you'll you'll read it, and they'll be like. I'm gonna go over. I don't want to do anything. And you're like, uh, okay, cool. I'm not selling you anything today. And you're just like, here's some four packs. You know, I just stopped by to show you guys some love. Appreciate y'all supporting us. If they don't carry you, then it's a whole different story. But yeah, it's a, it's just sales is an interesting thing. Very. Yeah. I mean, it's it's always been my thing is when I'm going to a place for the first time, I'm not even trying to sell anything. Mm-hmm. I want them to know who I am. I want to know who they are. You know, especially when you go into the place that you've never been to before. Like oh, we have a personal connection. Up. Yeah. Hey, you know, ask like eat, have food there. You know, ask them questions about their menu. Ask them why they like their beer selection the way it is. You know. Yeah. Because you learn a lot about people whenever people open up. Because they're used to. <laughs> Excuse me. Sorry. They're used to people coming in. Robotic. Yeah, just like. Can I sell you this? We this, got this, 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 this. Yeah. And when they say no because they can't do it, they just the person will turn around and it's on to the next one. So it's it's a good change of pace, you know. But you know, I like like the way Andy and Lindsay did that business with you guys, signing on with full clip and bringing you guys into the fold. Because that's that's, that's how a great story. Be, yeah. yeah. There's another reason why I believe Great Rod. It is a. They're not local. They're not a local brewery, but they are local. Mm-hmm. They're just as local as ingenious. They're just as local as. They're more local. So the problem is they're on the wrong state line. But like we, we so when Courtney from Coop, we used to, we, were, we used to work closely with her. Like one of their the shit. Discord uh, one of the big things that she would say was like, we're more work closer than St. Arnold is. So we are, at, like, in Oklahoma City, they're closer than Houston is. Yeah. So what's local to people? People don't know. They don't. And, like, it's, like, cool. Like, at least, like, the DFW, the Metroplex is, like, supporting each other. But it's, like, I've always been a big proponent of, like, just support good beer. I'm a big proponent. That's the point of what I'm saying is, like, listen, Great Rap is not technically a local Texas But the beer, beer is good, and it's affordable. They're local. They're within our time drive. Commotion, I, I wish, and, and this is something I had, it was a pet peeve of mine early on, because I told them, I was like, Commotion was a pale ale, labeled as a pale ale mm-hmm. early on. If it was a hazy pale ale or a New England pale ale from, like, day one, that thing would have... Sold everywhere. It does sell. It's a very good seller it still. Sells yeah, but, it sold but it would have been like, more, like, better perceived 
by consumers. No, that sounded really dumb for what I said. I said it sells everywhere, but it was sold everywhere. What I was yeah, trying to say it's was, still, it would have sold It's more, a great beer. Uh, across state lines, that's what I was like. It's like, more it's like uh, if GPA had a baby with like some turning point. GPA from uh, Three Nations? Three Nations, yeah, because it's just like the sessionable, yeah, hazy beer. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. Yeah, but what what I would love to start, um, we're lucky enough to have Dom here uh, that worked, not own, not just only owns a brewery here in DFW, but he worked within the beer community mm-hmm. to bring in sales, right? So I want to see Great Raft be more successful here locally mm-hmm. because I believe Great Raft is a local beer, in my opinion. Dom, what, what can we do to make Great Raft more successful? Well, I think he's doing it. Well, I think having sure. a salesperson is very key because you got to have a person. You got to have someone that they can identify with. Yeah. Um, Thank you, sir. And I think that's the biggest thing because, I mean, it's not like they stopped making good beer. Um, Appreciate it. So, that, I mean, yeah, that's it. Have a good so, I, I think it's just COVID kind of put a nail in the coffin, you know. It's mm-hmm. like it ruined everything. But I think his role is the answer to your question trip what so what can we do uh, so outside of trip and you uh, another owner trip is a sales rep you're our owner and also marketing here in DFW what can someone like me or other people like me help support people like you or even great Rob? like how what can we do to help support I think anytime you drink the beer share it on Instagram share it on untap share it on gotcha. something like sharing tagging it goes a long way. Like the brand will repost that stuff. It's content. Um, content goes a long way. Yeah, no, it's just to feed off of that. So you know, jumping into this new role, it, it hasn't been a pitfall. But I'm dealing with a lot of COVID stuff. So like, for example, we're kind watching, of a pitfall. Not of your own making, but yeah. You know, chain chain stores and people don't really want you, you know, pouring people beer in their store and, you know, risking you know, COVID. COVID. And so, like, that's that's been one of the things. It's like, um, in my experience, is like with new beers and things that you kind of can properly geek about. And once you get, you know, like two minutes of someone's time and talk about the beer, you know, they're going to want to try it. Like, I haven't been able to have that that like not experience but like that opportunity because i mean like the whole foods I, I can hit two whole food stores a week yeah and like you know we're not allowed to be doing in-store tasting so anything like people tasting the beer out in the world if you like it and you want to support it like post it because fortunately we're in the world where social media is everything and so it is kind repost of, yeah. the repost man I uh I made a horrible post that tagged you guys in this weekend with uh, my favorite award called the Hater of the Year. Oh, um, I saw the Crafting Growler. Yeah, it was uh it's uh, my favorite trophy of all time. But uh, <laughs> I, that's not the post they want though. They want the Hater of the Year a post. <laughs> so where can we find this uh, watermelon Texas Ranger? Oh, I said the name already. Yeah, the I know watermelon the Texas watermelon. Ranger. Yeah, it is. Sorry. So we've. You know, all the, the mom-and-pop independent bottle shops, you know, that we definitely need to continue to support. Um, Lakewood, Crossbrows. Yeah. You know, we've got it there. Uh, Lone Star, Taps, Caps. Oh, absolutely. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, Central Market, we've got, you know, the setup there, Total Wine. Nice. Um, 
As far as bars, too, um, I mean, anybody who follows this can hit me up. You know, my social media tag is at tripstagram214. You know, hit me up. In the description down below, hit them up, definitely. Mm -hmm. Um, By the way, uh, if you're watching this podcast, even up to this time right now, if you love Great Raft beers, even False Idol beers, Hit up your local craft beer place and tell them you want that's the beer you want. You want false idol, you want great rye, or any beer you might like in in between as well. It's not limited to these people. If you like a beer and you want that in your spot that you drink at, let them know. Be free to let them know. Exactly. If they don't have it, yell. A thousand percent. Great rye. Get it. Commotion is a great beer. Uh, this watermelon beer is a great beer. Fucking. You guys make so many great beers, but again, um, people have this stigma against great rye. But even like uh, Coop too, where they're not local. But I believe they are local, man. I really do. Yeah, I think you know when we started off in this, you know, this beer, craft beer boom, it was you know local or bust. I mean, it's the same way you know down in Louisiana. Whenever I was down there, I mean, it's you're, you're wanting to support hyper local. But I think what we could do is you know kind of focus on beer of the south you know like you know focus like let's support uh, southern saying it, yeah and, you know same thing support west coast east coast but like you know because i feel like our industries continue to kind of get larger and larger everyone's making this badass beer and we're kind of kind of outgrowing just states in general you know i really think we are especially here in dfw we're lucky enough like, no disrespect to San Antonio, no disrespect to Houston or Austin. In DFW, we have so many great regions near us, you know? Oklahoma City has so many great breweries. Oklahoma has bomb-ass breweries. Right. You know? We have, Louisiana has bomb-ass breweries. But even next to you guys, Arkansas have fucking bomb-ass breweries, too, Dude, man. Shit got payroll on Thursday. God damn it. No, no, not keeping out of it. Uh, <laughs> No, but Arkansas bomb-ass breweries, you know? Oh, yeah. Fucking, I mean, there's so many breweries in the South that are good. Listen, I love local. I love False Idol. Like, I I wear False Idol brand where I go because, not because they just make great beer. I love the, the whole team over Oh, yeah, absolutely. I love the whole family. I will always support False Idol. But, yeah, they're local. But there's so many other people just local, too, man. Come mm-hmm. on. I will never forget Coop. Coop supported this podcast before anybody else. Yeah. Fucking Grover have supported this podcast before yep. anybody else, you know? So I'm never going to forget right. those things, you know? So they're local to me in my heart, in my eyes as well. Yeah. I mean, like I said, man, we're, we're people selling stuff, you know? We're selling ourselves. We're selling, you know, what we make and what we're producing, you know? Yeah. So... Well, yeah. on a high note, um, this is gonna be a weird, uh, short podcast because I, I feel like we've been here for two hours, but I feel like yeah, I know what time is it? Off the record, uh, but I want to end this on a positive note. I want to end this show on a positive note. Um, first and foremost, how can we get great rest? No, I'm good, okay. so, thank you. Market. Uh, this market, I mean, luckily, you know, we've already been so well supported here that, you know, it's pretty easy to find. So, like we've we're talked about before, you know, any anytime that you have a bomb-ass beer from us or you had a great experience at a restaurant where you were drinking our stuff, you know, this is not just me. I mean, it counts for false idol. This counts for everything local that we, we want to make sure. Yeah, you know, just you got to blow it up, man. And, like, we... It's not going on blind eyes, you know. I feel like we as an industry are still so young, and we are still a small blooming industry that, you know, you guys out there in at your bar, favorite bar and favorite restaurant, 
taking pictures, man, we see it. I mean, the owners see it. I mean, it's well, it's great for morale. It's great for marketing. Right. It's How old do you guys? Five, six no. years. We're uh, we're on eight. Eight. Yeah. Wow. I was fucking way off. We, we go to uh, every time I go out there. We go to uh, what's it called? Um, something to see. Oh, you talking about Key Mexico? Key Mexico. Uh -huh. That's it. <laughs> Yeah, because they only carry pretty much all your beer. Yeah, they're great supporters. I've got, hell, when I was in, in town last, whenever I was housing for my parents, I loaded it up on there. They got this jalapeno puree over at Key Mexico that I use at the house all the time. Nice. Oh, yeah, dude. Last time I was there, uh, Ethan bet me that I wouldn't, I can't even remember what it was. It was, it was like a chug. Oh, I got a shot of mezcal, and I got a grace and grit, and I bombed it. And chugged it. Oh, Ooh, that some so bad. With Double IPA, man. <laughs> that sounds so tough, man. That sounds tough. Oh, it I did, I did it was uh, fun. Selling mezcal, and I don't think I could ever do anything you like, like mezcal? that again. I'm not a big fan of it, man. I appreciate it for what it is. Let's just you put don't it like that mezcal? Way. I got it. You good salesman. You appreciate what it is. I do. So, uh, let's just say I won 50 bucks on that. <laughs> Listen. Victor Santana does not appreciate mezcal, man. With the red bandana. I do not appreciate mezcal, man. Like, I drink, I drink anything. Yeah, I worked, I was the agave portfolio manager for William Grant's son. So I did Milagro Tequila, Montalobos Mezcal, Ancho Reyes. For people watching, I made a face just because I forgot he said it like five minutes into the podcast. He did tequila for a while. So this idiot, so we go, we're at lunch earlier and he's like, on his phone I'm like hey man you want one and he's like yeah yeah I'll take one and so the girl asked me do you want a sh shot with your beer because they had a happy hour where you basically got the same thing for free <laughs> and I was like yeah I'll take a tequila I was like what's your well tequila and it was like Lunazul or something and I was like you want one too and he goes yeah 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 sounds good sounds good and then he gets it and he's looking he's like what is this <laughs> no, no, no. And I'm like, dude, you said yes. What no, no, mean? what happened was, here's the thing. He's right. Everything that he was right to, not, not the reaction. What happened was, they poured the tequila in front of me. I'm texting, and I look up. I'm like, is that tequila? Did you get the whiff of the nose first? Yeah, and, yeah. Is that tequila? They're like, <laughs> yeah. Nice. I was like, you ordered it. I was like, no, I did not order tequila. He's like, you ordered what I wanted. I'm like, you ordered tequila? He's like, yeah. I was like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Like, you don't like tequila? Like, I hate tequila. Tequila gets he, me naked. He took it. And now I go to work. Get you, get you naked. They've tequila done, gets me naked, man. They've done scientific studies on tequila. It gets you naked? There is a... There's something about the chemical balance within the agave that acts as, like, a super high upper at the same time as a depressant. So it, that's why it gives you that, like, wide awake, drunk feeling, like... You're going to the party, have fun. It's 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 all about the the um, the sugar content of those plants. God, and look, dude, I love that company, but I I wasn't 21 anymore, man. <laughs> like no. those guys who were you know grew up in Oaxaca or grew up in Jalisco, who just drink that stuff like water, and it's just casual for them. And I'm I sounded there, like a bitch. I swear, I swear, God, the lady was pouring it. Super sweet lady, skinny fats. Mm -hmm. We're at Skinny Fats. Uh, that young lady. Yeah, he was super, vibing with her too. A super nice young lady. Um, she poured. She it. has a boyfriend though. She has. She has a boyfriend. Um, she poured the drinks out, and I'm literally on my phone. I'm just texting. I'm just look. I smell it. I'm like, 
<laughs> is that tequila? And they're like, yeah. So what you wanted? I was like, I did not order tequila. And Dom was like, that's what I ordered. I'm like, you ordered tequila? And he was like, yeah. Little cry, baby. I was like, I don't want it. I need limes. I need limes. I was like, give me three limes. At least it was Luna Azul. That could have been Luna like. Luna Azul's like, it's a good well. Yeah, yeah, it's a good well. That could have been way worse. You could have had. All of it or... is bad to me. All of I do typically don't drink silvers, but since I knew, because it's the deal, it was like six bucks. But you know how much the tab was? No. $12. I would have said 30 12 bucks. Well, yeah, Skinny Fats, I would like to plug them, too, because well, I had lunch there last week for the first time, and that was Cheap. Fantastic. Very cheap. That's a Skinny Fats. It was 12 bucks, because I was going to pay for the... And time. we had foods. Yeah, we had that little appetizer. It was like bucks? 12 bucks. Shout out mm-hmm. to Skinny Fats. Shout out to Skinny Fats, because Shots I would have... Skinny Fats and the burger was delicious, too. Well, I never, never got the chance to it, because I ran out of time, because I was... I got distracted texting, right? So, I only had lunch. Yeah, he's just texting his other girlfriends. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I was distracting, um, texting, and uh, I was just texting. Ooh, shit. And I'm just agreeing to whatever he's ordering. Like He's like, beer, done, yeah, sure, whatever done, he orders. Done. Well, yeah. Like, it'd, it'd be so I was like, give me a Montucky, and she goes, you want a shot with that? I was like, it comes with a shot. She goes, I was like, yeah, give me the tequila. And he's like, I want all that. And I'm like, all right, sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then when she pours a shot, be the bitch, I'm like. I didn't order that. Tequila? I didn't order this. <laughs> Well, He's that bad Yelp reviewer. I do not Yelp anything. <laughs> Two stars. Got a free shot of tequila. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh didn't order God. tequila. Didn't want it. I didn't want it, but it was a horrible tequila. I'm not a big fan of tequila. Even though it was free. Tequila's bad. I hate tequila. Oh, my God. Well, you should automatically know if your customer doesn't like tequila or not. You should. You should sense it. You should sense it. Yeah. They got white I look. They gave me a free shot of tequila. I didn't like it. <laughs> Oh my God, this is a very interesting podcast. Thank you, Great Rap, for A, being part of it, but B, I'm sorry, guys. This is a very interesting podcast. Uh, We jumped around. Thank you. (laughs) I figured I told you it was going to be like this. It's been a weird weekend. Yeah. You You said said it before we set up. You're like, it's been a weird week. You're going to keep it weird. And we did. This podcast has been weird. Um, So what I want to wrap it up on is number one. Thank you for amazing beer. Great Ralph makes a great, a great beers. I love their uh, the, beer. The, the whole community from Andy down, his wife, the team, you included, uh, been nothing but super great. I need some more Bob in my life, though. Working on it. Big Bob. Bob's a, Bob's a G. So I'd also like to plug Bob because he's probably going to see this. Uh, congratulations. Um, you got a baby, right? Well, he's about to have a baby. Yeah. But he also received an award for you know, all the money he raised for the service industry and treatment. Oh, yeah. Board, I realized is, that. That's Talk awesome. Yeah, I forgot yeah. he was doing that. That's fucking yeah. cool, yeah. man. I forgot about that. He's doing some cool shit. He's, I like Bob. He's putting my role on a pedestal. I've got a lot to, a lot of shoes to fill with this role. Yeah, no, one of which totally forgot that. about that. Well, he's about so to fill two shoes, little baby. Yeah, <laughs> the baby coming. No, man, I totally forgot about that. Shout out to Bob. Yeah. yeah so, congrats, Bob, on that. That's awesome. Yeah, keep doing it because we're still not out the gate yet. And then, but that's part of the reason why I love the team over there. You guys are great. Yeah, it's a good team. Yeah, it's Harvey. Harvey's the, the, the old brewery. That's who it was. Got to care about the neighborhood because I mean, at the end of the day, like you know, we're selling ourselves. We're also trying to promote our beer, and we also want to promote you know our partnerships out in the market. So. Motherfucking so Patrick do, Mahomes. You guys do so, um, guys. If you listen to this podcast, still, I first of all I appreciate listening to this podcast. Uh, but what I really want to uh, end this podcast on is supporting 
what you like. You haven't experienced Great Rock. There's so many places here locally you can experience it. Craft and Growlers, Lakewood Growler, uh, Lone Star Types and Caps. Either if you go to a place that sells craft beer that don't have Great Rock, ask about it. Ask about False Idol. Try the beer. I'm telling you, you will never be disappointed. Um, if you had to get a chance to go to Streetport, check out Great Rock. Great people. Great family. I love these guys there. Uh, Trip, listen, I, we met, like we said before, before the podcast started, we met off air a few times. Never really had a chance to talk. This is our first time talking. Uh, it's been a fucking great, very great conversation. Even though like ninety five percent of it is, is off. Ninety five percent is off the record. Heard by anybody? But well, off the record. But it's been a great conversation talking to you. Yeah, man. I really, really appreciate it. But th- I'm really glad you, glad you with Great Rap. I love everybody. Appreciate over it, man. There. Yeah, it's gonna be exciting. I uh, can't wait to do my due diligence to really promote the brand out here in DFW. And then you know, whenever you guys get a chance. If you see Walker Melon, Texas Ranger out there, give it a try. Um, and if you guys ever have questions, reach out. Uh, I'm, a, I'm an open book. And cool he will account. answer on all social media. Do you have the DFW Great Wrath and also just the main Great Wrath page? Uh, they will answer. Uh, I can't say uh, Trip will be on both of them, but he will be part of the communication as well if you're oh, here locally. Uh, so one big question is, uh, who's next on Truth or Truck? Uh, <laughs> uh, who's next on Trip with Chug? We might be Trip. Trip, you want to do Trip? Trip would be a good one. I think it'd be a fun one. Two weeks in advance. I gotta prepare myself. <laughs> well, I I waxed his ass today, so I'm good. I'm good. He we thought he was gonna tear me apart, and I was like, well, I only chugged one. <laughs> yeah, it was a bad said, yeah. And we even did a bonus round. We did three bonus rounds, and I and only I drank yeah, he drank all of them. He had, I think he had five, be- four beers out of five. Yeah. And I had one beer out of five. So somebody needs to get his questions right. Yeah, we gotta discuss scheduling. That could be something we could for sure jump on. Is it, we could do whenever you want. Is it a quick, quick thirty-minute thing? We could do anywhere, anywhere location in the weekend. Okay. It's got. It's a show that. Yeah, it's I'm very to, fast. It's a. Very, it's a show that I'm trying to figure out what I'm gonna do with it. It's more introducing people to the people of craft beer and uh-huh. fun thing questions about people in craft beer. Yeah. And it's a that. quick show, promotion. So it would be great. We could promote uh, Walker Texas Ranger. Yeah, uh, absolutely. If we want to, but we could. Walker next, Melon. Walker Melon. Sorry, Walker Melon Texas Rangers. Yeah. So you know, we got oh, Walker Ranger, Melon. Not Texas. Drunk to Texas. <laughs> I keep saying Texas. Drunk to Texas. <laughs> well, it's Walker Melon Texas Ranger. But uh, yeah, no, for sure. I mean, I'm I'm always down for that kind of stuff. It's a fun thing to do. Now I know that you live in the same area I do. Yeah, I live like that. So, <laughs> so I thought he lived in Dallas this whole time. I live in Richardson, so I'm trying to like yeah, find he's up places there. in Dallas that we can meet up. He goes to the wing nut all the time. I, go yeah, to wing, dude, I, I can walk to the wing nut. I go to wing nut all the time. I have a girl that try to rape me at the ring nut, wing nut. I was just kidding, but you live next to the wing nut? I yeah. live I live off of uh, Floyd and Arapahoe, so Oh, yeah, shit, yeah, you're right close. Yeah, nut. damn, you're close. So I, uh, I wa- I'm walking distance from Guitars and Growlers right there. So. Shots okay. Guitars yeah. and Growlers, too. Yeah, Shots I like it. Yeah, too, Guitars man. and Growlers is great. I love if you ever need to find me on you know, Friday afternoon. Hey, you're at Guitars and Growlers? Or the wing nut. Saturday afternoon. Yeah. The wing nut. Either wing nut or guitars and growlers, to be honest. You can find me anywhere Saturdays at Cra- uh, not Crafts and Growlers, excuse me, at Intrinsic. But uh, another, another place I want to wrap up here is False Idol Dom. Uh, first of all, thank you. For people watching this, this uh, you already would have saw the episode with me and Dom with uh, True for Chug, which I fucking failed that he fucking uh, highlighted. But you can follow Dom anywhere on False Idol Brewing. Uh, you also, again, equally to Great Raft, if you don't see Falsetto at your local beer hall, ask about it. Be 
slightly aggressive about it, mm -hmm. asking about what the beers you would like to drink and try. And they will be there. Trust me, they will be there. So thank you, Don, for being part of this. Uh, thank you, Don, for being part of Truth and Chug. And then Trip, you will be the next episode of Truth and Chug. Yeah, because if they don't carry your beer that you want, then uh, fuck them. Um, I wouldn't say that, but facts matter. They should try. They should carry the beers you love. Uh, shout to the stars. You can always go somewhere else. Yeah, shout out to the stars. <laughs> and uh, thank you guys for watching. Uh, you guys have a safe weekend. Don't drink and drive. Take a lift. Follow Great Raff on all social medias. Great Raff DW as well. Please don't forget to follow that. Follow False Idol on all social media. Facebook, Instagram, and their website. Follow them. Love you guys. Don't drink and drive. Cheers.